Hey everybody, I'm Matt Mikuchi and you are listening to Jazz is Travel. Everybody, Jazz is online editor Matt Mikuchi here, welcoming you to a brand new episode of Jazz is Travel. This is our weekly podcast series where we explore the significance of jazz and creative music in different parts of the world, its intersection with music traditions of various cultures, and talk with or about groundbreaking and innovative artists. Via de la Plata is an ancient commercial and pilgrimage path that crosses the west of Spain from north to south. It represents Spain's main artery and allowed Spain to come together for the first time, bringing together people of different cultures, from Celtic and Nordic to Mediterranean and African, and from the Americas too. An awareness and passion for the smelting pot of cultures that defines the history of this country also defines the latest album by Madrid-based pianist-composer Daniel Garcia. His Via de la Plata album, released on the 24th of September via ACT Music, also explores the link between flamenco and jazz, with music performed alongside his core trio and special guests. We talk about this and more in our new episode of Jazz is Travel, so fire up an audio teeny and listen to the audio waves as they fly through the air. Here is Daniel Garcia. Hey, Daniel, welcome to Jazz's Travel. Hey, Matt, how are you? Thank you for having me. I'm doing very well, and it's a pleasure to talk with you. I'm excited about our conversation, but uh, our kind of uh, icebreaker starting question usually for this podcast series is, what part of the world are you speaking from right now? Uh, right now, I uh, I am at home in, in Madrid, in the uh, outside Madrid. Uh, in the countryside so super nice super nice being here (laughs) madrid in spain well first of all if you look out the window what's the weather like right now uh here's is sunny and warm so it's it's perfect it's perfect all right did you mention countryside too yeah i mean i live i live like 30 kilometers away from from madrid in a little village uh so yeah it's 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 wonderful to live here i i really like to walk the the you know the countryside the forest and everything so this is okay. my perfect place would you Absolutely. say that you prefer this kind of setting to a more urban landscape 
Uh, I would say so. To uh, I mean, as a steady thing, I, I love to go to Madrid or big cities to do things, whatever. So I I like to be nearby the the big cities. But for living, for a living, I prefer to be outside. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the opportunity to kind of get away. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Are you originally from Madrid? No, I'm original from from Salamanca, which is okay. a, a little city, beautiful city nearby, like two hours driving from from Madrid. Tell me a little bit more about that place, the place where you were born and uh, where you were uh, well, raised. Well, it's, it's, it's actually a, 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 an important city in the history of Spain. Uh, uh, it has the oldest, uh, the oldest university in Europe. Uh, um, within, I think it's uh, one of the Italian ones. Uh, uh-huh. uh, but it, anyways, it's, it's like 1,000 years old university. Uh, and it was very, very important city. Like back in the day when when Spain was like expanding all over the world, uh, it was one of the main uh, cultural centers of Spain. So a lot of things have happened there. A lot of uh, important people has been there through through history. And it's I mean you you walk the streets of Salamanca and you can you can absolutely see it. It's it's, it's like walking a museum. Absolutely, it's a it's a place of intersections of different cultures. Uh, it is because it was part. It was one of the stops of this Via de la Plata, which I'm sure we are going to talk about. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it was one of the main stops of this road that crossed uh, the peninsula uh, north to south. And, and because of the university, it was uh, a very important cultural cultural and, and political center. Yeah. Very good. So, yeah, yeah, so Via de la Plata is your uh, new album. And uh, yeah, so I mean, it, the, the title is in reference to this particular spot. Exactly. I mean, the Via de la Plata is, is, is a Roman road. The Romans, when we came here to the peninsula 2000 years ago, they found like a wild land with a, a bunch of tribes unconnected to, to each other. So they, they kind of uh, put everything together and they built this road north north to south of, of Spain that that I mean they they did it for um, um, you know commercial reasons but it happened that uh, it had a very big impact culture wise mm-hmm. so this this road north to south connected the peninsula the different parts of the peninsula for the first time ever so you could say that that was the first time Spain was like a unit um, and Salamanca was one of the main stops of, of that of that road. So, um, yeah. yeah, this 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 title is like a metaphor of you know Spain being this this melting pot of different cultures through the history. I mean, it's it it's it has a lot of uh, because of how is I think because where is placed in the map and how how things have been historically. Yes, Spain. Spain is um, is it has influences from the north for sure. Celtic cultures, uh, Central Europe with the I think it's called the Goths in in English. Yeah. Uh, my my two family names are German names because back in the day those German tribes came here to establish here in Spain. We have uh, influences from the Middle Eastern and, and North Africa for sure. Uh, and we have influences from the Americas when we went there, uh, and Black America through the slavery. And I mean, it, it's 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 a lot of cultures, you know, coming together in Spain through history. Um, and this Via de la Plata concept uh, is, is what what it wants is to 
to you know to notice that this has happened specifically here in Spain. And speaking of this intersection of cultures, is that do you feel is that evident in the Spanish music traditions? Uh, I think so. I mean, uh, I mean, it's it's difficult to explain in words, but when you listen to 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 flamenco you can you can hear a lot of influences from the from, i mean from the east of course that is the most evident but if you pay more you know attention to detail uh, there's a lot of influences from european music to in flamenco that yeah, and that is why flamenco is different from other uh, middle eastern or north african music because it has that european element that appeals I think to a lot of people in in the West cultures. So, so absolutely. I mean, and Spain is a very rich country in terms of folklore music, apart from flamenco and all those music. I mean, you go to the north and you you hear music from there with bagpipes, and I mean, it, it sounds more more like Ireland or Scotland than 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 you know than you could say Spain. Yeah, and that's been happening there. Uh, for hundreds, hundreds of years. So we have very, very different. And in my land, the folklore of my land is very rich too. I, I, I like a lot to, to you know, to play with with the folklore of my homeland, and to, to you know, to to play it in in a different way. And it's yes. super rich rhythmically, melodically, melodically. So we are full of different, you know, kinds of folklores and different kinds of traditions different music and and it's i mean that is that is happening because of this thing of intersection of cultures through the history that's for sure sure and i know that you you mentioned that you know describing these musics is in words is very difficult but i'm going to ask you another annoying question given that it is kind of a focal point of this new record via de la plata yeah how would you describe the flamenco in words? Because it is a very important part of uh, the, the the cultural fabric of Spain. I yes. think it's renowned all over the world. But how would you put it into words? What what flamenco means and and some of its major characteristics? Uh, it's a good and a difficult question to answer. When I <laughs> when I talk to people that doesn't know flamenco, the first thing I say is that the um, the first that the, the the kind of music that you can relate flamenco with uh, first is blues. Uh, it's American blues, let's say, uh, and it's not like they are they are uh, similar to each other in terms of musical uh, uh, elements. But the intention and the emotion behind the music, which is one of the most defining things of music, is very similar. Is is music. Uh, I mean, in this case, flamenco uh, is very linked to the gypsies, uh, and it's a music that they they at the beginning they started to use uh, to express their sorrows, their feelings of you know of 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 loneliness or pain or this kind of things that blues is very related to. Uh, so starting from that emotion that that is is typical from from flamenco uh it developed uh you know of course the main thing would be the middle eastern music and the scales of the north of africa and everything but uh the rhythm for example uh 
uh, has a lot to do with Indian rhythms. And the gypsies, we, we know that they, they come from, from the north of India. Uh, so, and it has a lot of, you know, harmonic cadences that belong to European uh, traditional music, classical music. Uh, so I mean, it's 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 you know it's a it's a melting pot to flamenco itself of of different, but for sure one of the things that that you can notice first is the emotion behind is is visceral music is music from the gut, uh, I like to say, uh, and, and and you know I, the first way to experience it is actually live when you are there. Uh, listening, experiencing flamenco is it, 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 it's like, it's like, you know, it's like a, a tornado, uh, going through you. It's like, it's like amazing. Right. But I mean, it's difficult, very difficult to explain in words, but it's, it's something like that. The song you are hearing just now is Cancion del Fuego Fatuo, which translates to Song of the Will of the Wisp and was written by Manuel de Falla, one of Spain's most important musicians of the first half of the 20th century. It is also the reflective opener of Daniel Garcia's new album, Via de la Plata. On this record, Garcia digs deep into his heritage and the music of his country. It is a culmination of his work as a musician and composer up to this point, as well as his investigation partly inspired by one of his teachers and mentors, Danilo Perez. Here is the second part of our conversation with Daniel Garcia. Uh, 
I want to return to the flamenco, but one thing that I also wanted to find out, if we go back in time, uh, I kind of wanted to go back to your beginnings. And uh, what kind of music were you listening to as a kid? Do you remember? I mean, were you born in a musical family? Was there a lot of music being played in your house? Yes, uh, absolutely. Actually, my father is a professional musician. He's a drummer. Uh, So... I was born in a actually very good environment uh, regarding music. Um, my parents are both of them very open-minded uh, in terms of you know tastes and, and and styles. So when since I was a kid, I could listen to something from Stravinsky or Beethoven to Led Zeppelin to Miles Davis to Mahavishnu Orchestra. To wow. John Coltrane, or I mean, or singer-songwriters here in Spain. So uh, I was, I was, you know, open to a lot of different styles, different kinds of music, and I think that made a, a footprint in my style, in my way of looking at music. Like I, I don't like, I don't like uh, to label music at, uh, in any way. I mean, I'm for me, music is is music. So. Uh, whatever you use to express yourself is good as long as it's, you know, it, it, it reflects who you are and your, your feelings at, at that moment. So I, yeah. I, I don't like to say I, I play jazz or I, I play flamenco jazz or I, I, I play fusion or I, whatever, you know. Uh, but I was, I mean, that, I think that is why, that is because my education was very, uh, and orthodox in that in that way, and very open to to a lot of different kinds of of music. Absolutely right. You've always had a very open minded approach to music. Yes, absolutely, from the beginning. So, was your father uh, an important figure in kind of encouraging you to begin uh, this journey into actually or forging a career in it, music? I mean, it was, and he he didn't want probably uh, at, at least consciously, but. I remember he had a room in the house full of instruments, all kinds of instruments, all kinds of uh, percussion instruments, vibraphones, uh, keyboards, synthesizers. Uh, so I remember me with, I don't know, eight years old, seven years old, going in, in that room like it was Disneyland or something like that, uh, <laughs> having ha- just having fun with him for hours. So yeah, I think that was kind of the seed. I mean, and and I used I, I rem one of one of the first memories I I hold are in recording studio studios uh, as a as a little kid just being there with my father when when he was working I was there with him. So so yeah, I mean he didn't want to uh, consciously he didn't want me to be a musician, but I mean. Growing up in that environment is pretty obvious that you are going to end up doing something with music, at least. And then at some point, you just naturally began gravitating towards the piano. Yes, uh, that was uh, when, when I was a kid too. I I, I went to this um, this uh, special music school. It, it was not an official music school. Um, but there was this teacher, this this uh, this this lady, amazing. He passed away uh, uh, not long ago, and it was a it was a, a a pain for me because she was this kind of of teacher that makes you play with music from the beginning. She she didn't she didn't 
teach you theory or or, or you know notes and, and you know and music music sheets and everything no 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 he she just wanted you to play with different instruments he she put you in contact with lot lot of kinds of music too it was i was very lucky actually to to have uh to have go to that school so that was the first time i played the piano and apparently i i i did well uh somehow because i was like six years old or something like that Uh, and she told me my parents that I should I should keep going with the piano. So that that's what happened. That's what happened. And at what point did you begin playing jazz? Uh, well, I mean, my my father was a jazz musician. So okay, uh, yeah. So so again, since I was a kid, I've been in jazz clubs. Uh, while my while my father was playing, I was sleeping in the couch in the green room. So. It's like that jazz has always been there. It, and and I've been in contact with improvisation uh, uh, from the beginning. I mean, I started music uh, by improvising. So it, there was no question for me that I, I had to do something with, with jazz. Um, I mean, understanding jazz uh, as improvised music more than and wow. style. No, that's yeah. interesting because a lot of the people I speak with, improvisation comes later. Because yeah. they pro- usually begin by yeah. kind of learning to even read music, so yeah. it's something that they have to that 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 they have to grow into. But yeah. you, that's how you you began, which yeah. is uh, which is really interesting. I'm sure you're not the only one, but it's still somehow it's it's a it's rarer than uh, than some people think. Yeah, I mean, I I you are right, you are right. I I I talk with a lot of colleagues here, and 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 most of times. They discovered improvisation after starting with music. That's for sure. So returning to Via de la Plata and I guess flamenco music, uh, we we talked about how passionate and uh, and how expressive the flamenco is. Do you feel that the flamenco form allows for improvisation? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the flamenco musicians improvise all the time. The thing okay. is that they they improvise in a different way. They they let, let's say that they they have this these little musical pieces called falsetas. Uh, this is very interesting, actually, as to understand how flamenco is, is built. They, they have these pre-composed little, let's say, s- musical sentences. Uh-huh. Uh, so what they improvise uh, is the, 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 the order of these little sentences. When they play, uh, uh, they, they choose the order uh, of of the different words or sentences they are going to to use and that changes every time. Uh, so it's not it's not the same as jazz because in jazz we can we can construct or build the words uh, in real time. And mm-hmm. the flamenco are not the flamenco players are not so not so used to that. So it's been uh, now we are living in good moments for flamenco jazz because uh, a lot of well prepared uh, jazz musicians are going into flamenco and we are starting to improvise in a in a in a true flamenco language but without precomposed sentences let's mm. say uh, and that is the first time it's happening um, and i think it's it's i mean the music that is coming out is very interesting because Again, uh, is 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 very open-minded, and and you know, flamenco is being influenced by other kinds of music and 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 you know and uh, styles and and 
And flamenco is a, a very welcoming style in the sense that uh, since it is very rich, you can play a lot and quit and, and put a lot of different ingredients because it has very a, a lot of very different angles and shapes. So you can it's not like it's simple music that that you can do very few things with it. It's so since flamenco is so complex, it can sound a little bit contradictory, but because of that, you can shape it in a lot of very different ways. So, so I mean, I, what, what is happening with with jazz and flamenco nowadays? I think is is very very interesting. And and what can you tell me about the core tree of this album, uh, Via de la Plata? And also, I, I believe that you've got a couple of interesting guests as well. Absolutely. So, well, uh, the, the bass player in my trio is is Rainier Elizarde El Negron, and drummer is Michael Olivera. Um, and we are, we have been playing since I mean ten years ago now. Uh, we are like family. We we know each other so so well, uh, musically and personally, and that I mean that you can notice when 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 you play. Uh, it's like you are you you trust. Uh, each other a lot and that allows you to you know to jump into the void so to say and we we love to do that in 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 live concerts uh each concert is so 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 different from from each other and we like uh we like to you know to to let music go wherever they want to 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 lead us in each in each concert and that that is because you know, we all share this kind of, uh, you know, adventurous mind uh, towards music. And in in this album, in, par- in this particular album, we have three guests, actually. Uh, one of them is Ibrahim Malouf, uh, which is an, I mean, uh, I'm sure yeah. all of you know, and it's, 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 it's an amazing musician and an, an amazing human being. It's from the beginning, he was so, so open to this music. He loved it. And he did an amazing, an amazing job. I mean, I mean, he's one of my favorite musicians. He's so expressive with 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 the trumpet and and understood the music uh, from from the very beginning uh, perfectly, like like it was his own music. And uh, it it happened the same with actually the three guests. But in, in clarinet we have Anat Cohen, uh, which I've been a fan of uh, from a long time. And it was a pleasure to have her in, in, in this recording. His sound is, is, uh, beautiful and she's an amazing musician too. Uh, and she did amazing. And, and, uh, as a Spanish guest, uh, we have Gerardo Nunez, which is one of the masters of uh, flamenco guitar here in Spain. Uh, I mean, he has done a lot of things for, for flamenco, for, for open flamenco to other kinds of music. And it's, it's a pleasure for me to have him playing one of my songs uh, and uh, playing one of his songs too. So I couldn't be more happy with with the guests and with the with the music they played. And the, I mean, it's 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 so beautiful, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Actually, as you mentioned, Gerardo uh, Nunez. Actually, one of his, one of the arrangements is his. Yes. Uh, the others are, are yours. And, yeah. and so, yeah, like, as, as a final question, I wanted to ask you about, uh, the, the, the music that you play here. Uh, where did you draw? Where is the material drawn from? Uh, that's, that's a good question because, I mean, this music was, most of it um, was created during the pandemic, during the lockdown. Right. So, 
I think, and I think it's, uh, I mean, I have noticed this afterwards, but I think this music is a bit different from, from other music I have uh, written. And I think because it was written during that period of time, uh, I was like in the need of writing something a, a little bit more calm, a little bit more reflexive or, or medi meditative. meditative, yeah, or yeah. lyrical. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or transparent. You know, I I wanted this kind of music that 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 puts you in a calm place somehow. So so I I noticed that afterwards when when I listened to the full album and I and I noticed it. It's like okay, this is a more more quiet album than others, uh, and I think it's because of that. Um, I was in the need of writing music that is pleasant to to listen to mm -hmm. and that that carries like good good feelings uh it's I, and i think it's a reaction of of the times we are living so all this music comes from from that place and that's that's for sure uh and i'm i mean i'm very happy with the result because i feel connected to it at, at this moment of of my life so so yeah it, it ended up being this way and and it's it's good, I think. I think so too. I think it's awesome, actually. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Danielle, I, I definitely recommend our listeners to check out Via de la Plata. And thank I much. thank you very much for joining us and talking with us about it. It's been a fascinating conversation. Thanks a lot. Thanks to you. Thanks to you. It's been amazing. And thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for for all the work you are doing to spread the jazz word all over. <laughs> it's it's very it's very important what what you guys are doing. So thank you so much. you enjoyed our conversation with Daniel Garcia. His new album, Via de la Plata, was released on the 24th of September on ACT Music. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Jazz is Travel. Join me again next week for more globetrotting conversations. In the meantime, check out our website, jazzis.com. That's our regularly updated website with lots of regularly updated content for both the jazz newbies and aficionados, including new music roundups, news, reviews, interviews, and much more. And you get even more when you subscribe. Thanks again for listening. This is Matt Mikuchi signing off. See you soon.